Podcast City Network. This episode is brought to you by John Soule, an amazing author who has written a new book called Into the Woods, a story about three childhood friends who unite to solve a mystery of a mysterious creature. Check out the book now at Amazon or BarnesNoble.com. For more information on the author, check out his website at www.joshsoulbooks.com. That's J-O-S-H-S-O-U-L-E books.com. This is Jim the Podcast Sherpa from Too Many Podcasts, and you've got a ringside seat to the Mark the Shark MMA show. Let's get ready to podcast! Hi everyone, I am your host, Mark the Shark Retorto, and welcome to the Mark the Shark MMA Show, where every week we talk about the wonderful sport of MMA. To me, we will review the most recent and upcoming events in MMA news. In each episode, the format may be changed, but you will always be entertained. There will be special interviews with special guests, along with special insights on the sport from our guest hosts. Also, check out our Facebook page for news and updates on future episodes. Also, we appreciate donations from our listeners to keep our podcast up and running. You can make a donation by clicking on the Click the Support button found at anchor.fm slash Mark the Shark MMA Show. And that's Mark spelled with a C and not a K. We are also looking for guests who want to be on the show and sponsors who want to advertise their product and brand on the show. For more information, contact me on the Mark the Shark MMA Show Facebook page. Page. Also, for a plug-in, if you're looking for a good action thriller suspense novel, check out a book called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. You can find it on both Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. It is available in paperback, Kindle, and audiobooks format on Amazon.com, and paperback version only on BarnesandNoble.com, and the hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. For a good book for your kid to read, check out I Am a Survivor or Invisible Girl, written by a little 11-year-old girl by the name of Christina Retorta. She has her books in Kindle and audiobook format and paperback format on Amazon.com and paperback format on both Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. And the hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. Okay, everyone, keep on listening. We'll be back shortly after this break. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash MMA show and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title for free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash MMA show. All right, guys, we're back on the show, and today I got a very special guest, Eric Allen, who's going to be our uh, guest co-host, I guess you can say, for this uh, particular episode. He is the um, host of his own podcast, his own MMA podcast called Top Rated MMA. How you doing well, today, Alan? I'm doing good, Mark. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you taking the time and uh, let me uh, jump join you on the show here. Oh, it's, it's great to have you, man. It's great to have you. I always like to have a little... Uh, chat about MMA, especially yeah. on the weekends, you know. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So you're coming all the way from what state again? Uh, Idaho. Yeah. Idaho. Yeah. They're known for their potatoes, right? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Yeah. So I just wanted to get your input on what's what I've been reading about in the world of MMA. Uh, I guess we could start off with the, the most relevant one is uh, Conor McGregor. Yeah. Now, he made an announcement. I, I saw a YouTube video where he made an announcement that he's planning to come back. His first fight, I believe, is on January 18th of next year. Right. But he was a little too hesitant to say who his opponent was. 
Right. I, guess, I don't know if the – I guess because he, he figured the guy may, like, back out or something. I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Do you, so who, who do you think or who would you like to see him fight? Cause great got, question. You know? Yeah, there's – I think – well, I think it – I don't know if Dana – if I read that Dana confirmed this, but Donald Cerrone posted a picture of a Bud Light sitting next to his proper 12 bottle uh, sitting at a bar. So I don't know if that's a fight that Donald – Cerrone wants or if that's actually confirmed I haven't seen that it's actually on yet but I think that's the way they're leaning I um, I'm not a big fan of Conor McGregor at all I think he's a fake I think he's uh, a, a speaker but he's not that good of a fighter in my opinion um, and so seeing Donald Cerrone go in there I think that would be a good fight uh, but I'm just I'm not a huge fan of Conor McGregor I think he should just hang it up man he just talks a bunch and he gets a bunch of money for getting his butt kicked and he's still hanging out in the rankings for some reason, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think Donald would be a good matchup, but Donald fights anybody. Absolutely. Yeah. I Donald's already my favorite he, fighter for sure. He's a, he's a uh, fighter's fighter, you know? Yep. He'd fight, he doesn't care. I mean, he fights a lot. He's been, yeah. You know, I'm assuming yeah. eventually that'll slow down. Cause it's got to catch up. To him. Right. But, uh, I mean, he fight anybody. I think he, if he could, he would do heavyweight. He wouldn't care. Oh he's Yeah. Gonna, He's a lifelong uh, adrenaline jockey. I mean, he does. He rides bulls. He jumps out of airplanes. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's in a nutshell. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But there were also there was also speculation like maybe he would fight uh, Ganji a little bit. I think that would be a good matchup too. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, you know I. I don't know. I mean, Conor McGregor. Yeah, he's still relevant. People still like to see him get in there, and he talks, and he and he sells tickets. Uh, I think Donald Cerrone is a good fight. I think he had mentioned in that interview you were referencing there that he'd like to fight the winner of Khabib and Ferguson and, you know, kind of go that route. And I don't know, man, we see, I think we'll see him come out. I would love to see Donald Cerrone hand Conor McGregor another loss. Um, I think it'll be a good fight. I think that Conor McGregor is probably going to have more speed uh, than Donald Cerrone, but I think, um, I don't know if I don't know if he'll knock Donald Cerrone out, and I don't know yeah. if Cerrone could actually knock Connor out. So it'd be, I think, a go to a decision fight there. Yeah, or it could go to a submission because Donald's pretty good off his back. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, if it goes to the yeah, ground, I think. Triangles. Yep, Cerrone will will definitely win if it if it goes to the ground. And I, if I was him, I'd probably lean that route than try to stand with McGregor. Yeah. Now speaking of Ferguson and Khabib, like who who do you think will win that one? That's a great matchup. I think Khabib takes it, man. I think Ferguson's great, but I think he's just – he's had a lot of layoffs in his career, and uh, Khabib's been more kind of the guy who's been uh, in the cage more. And, and yeah. I don't know, a lot of fighters I have on my show, I ask them about ring rust, and some of them are like, no, nah, I'm not really too concerned about it. So maybe Ferguson's not too concerned. But I just think Khabib is so good. When he gets out on the ground, it's – I mean, it's over. Uh, and I know Ferguson's got a, a good – you know, ground game as well, but I, I don't see him beating Khabib. Mm. No, and then uh, also in that same uh, park, uh YouTube video, Connor was already talking smack about right. Khabib, saying yeah. I, I never see him like raise the uh, Russian flag or this, that, or whatever. <laughs> and I actually don't know. The, the lady he that was talking to him had an accent. I don't know what country they were in. Right. Yeah. yeah assuming it was the somewhere in the Middle East. Yeah, that's but, what it uh, sounded like too, yeah. But I was just like, "Wow, man, the guy just like he smashed you, and you're yeah. already you're already talking crap, you know?" Because he says he wants, he says he says that matchup, he he wants to definitely have that one, right. and I think he wants to fight the winner between him and Ferguson in Russia, right? Um, so I I think that will be exciting to see. I don't know. Who, I don't know, man. I don't. I see Khabib would smash him again. Oh yeah, for that's sure. my opinion. I mean, it, yeah. Uh, unless there's think, some way you can keep keep him off, taking him from the ground, but I just don't. I just don't see it, man. No, yeah. I don't either. And I know he mentioned in that interview too about you know Diaz and Masvidal, which I think is another fantastic fight coming up. Um, yes, but, yes. You know, I'm really excited about that. I'm a huge fan of Diaz and Masvidal, both of those guys, and I just think that's a great fight. But the fact that Conor McGregor is already like, well, there's definitely going to be a trilogy fight with Diaz and myself. Yeah, uh, I forgot like, about that, yeah. 
I think Diaz won the second fight. It was pretty close. Um, you know, I think it could have gone either way. But, you know, look at a trilogy fight. It's big money for both guys. And, and um, but I just – Yeah, yeah. He was saying he wants to fight for that particular baddest motherfucker. Uh, I think that's what they call it, right? The baddest yeah. motherfucker belt. Right, so, right. you know what would be interesting is if they actually keep that belt running. Like, right. you know, they have this fight, and then some other guys like, no, I'm the, and then and they just have, like, a reigning, you know, like, a, what do you call it, a round robin, like, whoever wins keeps the belt. That would be yeah. kind of interesting. I don't know if they'll actually do it. Right, yeah, I don't, I don't know if they actually will, but it's a, I mean, it'd be pretty cool to see that passed around. I don't know, we'll, we'll see, but um, it's going to be a great fight. I think if, you know, cardio-wise, I think Diaz probably has the um, – advantage i think masvidal has the knockout power but we haven't really seen diaz get knocked out before so you know yeah. we'll see but i think diaz will he's more structured as a boxer um, yeah. and on the ground you know so i think if it ends up going to decision we may see diaz win that fight but masvidal is tough as hell man so yeah, i don't know maybe, yeah. maybe we'll see diaz get clocked you know yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that fight. That's like, like I got running around with my kids tomorrow. I told my wife, I'm nine o'clock. I want to be home by nine o'clock so I can sit, relax, and get ready for that fight because I've been looking forward to that one. Yeah, Diaz packs the house, man. Right. Yeah. You know, I went to a local bar. Usually, you know, it's not that packed on a UFC fight night, but that last one that he had that he won, it was packed. Yeah. I had to like get like some weird seat in the back. You know, but yeah. yeah, man, that's crazy. Yeah, and then what's another one is it looks like Tito Ortiz is trying to make a comeback. I think it's right. insane. He's fighting somebody, Alberto El Patreon. I'm probably butchering his name in the combat combat the athletes organization. I've interviewed. Yeah. Uh, I think the guy's name was Andy Golden Boy Perez from that particular organization. It's an upcoming um, MMA organization, particularly I, I think they're I think they're in Mexico. I'm not too sure, but they primarily focus, you know, like on Mexico and that type of uh, Latin type background of MMA. Yeah. So I mean, what are your yeah. thoughts on that? I think I think it's crazy. For him it's interesting. I you know reading that article. I think Tito is one of those guys that you just always see him in shape. And I think he's always up for a fight. I don't know if he says he's 44 and he's 44 years young and, you know, he's feeling great. I think it really depends. I mean, this fight against this dude in, in, in Combate Americas, however you say that there in December, I think that'll really determine if he should go forward or not. Right. I mean, if you, I see him winning this fight, he's fighting a guy who used to be in the WWF or something like that and yeah. making a transition to MMA. I think Tito Ortiz smokes this guy, but you know, the fact that Tito calling out Bader and saying, Hey, you know, I want to go back that route. I think Bader's on a different league or, you know, than yeah. Bader's than done Tito. really well for himself since he left the UFC. Right. Yeah. I don't He's think two, um, two division champ. Yeah. Heavyweight and light heavyweight. I mean, he's been killing it there. Right. Yeah. And so I, I, I just don't see Tito beating him in there. No, yeah, I love Tito. I think he's a great dude. I think he'll win in December against this guy. I don't know if going against Bader is that smart at this point in his career. I also don't know if Bader's like sees it worth his time to go back and try to get that win. I mean, that was from 2011 when they fought before Tito won via submission, but Bader having you know multi titles in Bellator. I don't know. I mean, as as the champ, do you really want to go back and risk that? reputation of going, ah, I don't really care about that fight. Or maybe he does. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you see his last fight with Chuck Liddell? He finally yes. got his revenge. I think he, right. I think he knocked him out. But, like, yeah. Chuck Liddell, was, I mean, he should not have been in the ring. I mean, yeah. I don't know how he got medically got cleared. He was just, like, shot, you know. Right. Too many. He's been knocked out too many times, I think. Or too many gym wars, as they say. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know, man. I shouldn't have, I mean, I don't think Chuck should have been in that last cage. I'm glad that Tito got that win. And, um, but again, you're kind of like, it's almost reversed now where Tito's kind of getting up to the age where Chuck was at during that fight. And, and Bader's kind of the younger guy who's, you know, uh, the tougher guy who's in probably better shape than Tito at this point, you know? I know. It's pretty crazy though, right? All these guys, 
Yeah. And I think I, I don't I think even the Rampage is fighting Fedor in an upcoming yes. Bellator. Right. I think he's gonna have another fight with Silva, Mandalay Silva. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know? All these like old guys like coming back. You know? Yeah. And yeah, Rampage so. hasn't been looking that good either. No. You know? I mean, he did He did make a good run when, like, they had that tournament in Bellator. Right. He did make it to the final. I think he decided not to fight. The, I forget who it was because he was friends with the guy. Right. Yeah. Was it King it was. Mo? No, I don't think it's King Mo. I it might have been King Mo. Uh, you might be right. It might yeah. be King Mo. I would have to check, but. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then after that, he just kind of went downhill. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good fight, man. I think, uh, I mean, even Fedor, like that guy, he's been around forever. I'm kind of bummed he never, like, they were never able to confirm or get the negotiations right to get him into the UFC. Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, he's done really well at Bellator, sort of, right? I mean, he's gone yeah. over, big name, he's getting beat. But he, I don't know, he's kind of getting up there as well, right? You almost want to see him hang up the gloves, but it's now he's kind of fighting in the old-timers league, right? You know, yeah. all these, these legends, right? <laughs> Yeah, he still he still has the power though. He still has power. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. he's such a big guy. Now, did you happen to see that um that fight with uh Ben Askren and Damian Maya? Damian Maya. Um, I missed it, but I watched the highlights of it and yeah. uh man, it just looks like you know, I mean, uh, Ben Askren looks like he opened up Maya quite a little bit on the face there, but again, I think Asker being a great wrestler doesn't make him a great dude on the ground uh, with jujitsu. And so it kind of proved it, the point there with Damian Maya being able to submit that, you know? Yeah. But what I, I would have to admit, when they first announced that fight, I thought it was going to be a very boring fight. Right. I thought it was just going to be boring. I, I saw the fight. Actually, that was probably – I actually got to catch up. I think that was like the only – I think I saw that one and the one before it. I didn't see the rest of them. I got to catch up. Gotcha. Um, you know, thank God everything's on demand right on ESPN Plus. But what I, I was, what I what I did like about it was more interesting than I thought it was going to be. But like, you know, Ben got like a couple like simple takedowns quite often on Damian Maya, and then Damian Maya man just like just reversed him and just took his back like like great jujitsu guard passing and right. Damian Maya just and then just like choked him you know it was like it was like the win for the flag of jujitsu is my old instructor would say you know right yeah yeah, yeah. but i was impressed yeah. with ben astron's uh takedowns but now there's right. like rumors saying that he might be considering retiring yeah I, I would i mean look here's the deal see he came out he was good and i think he I mean, obviously, he dominated for a long time out in one and, and Bellator, and yeah. you know, and then coming over to the UFC, he really hasn't had that good of a run since he made the transition over to UFC, and he should have hopefully gotten those negotiations done a long time ago when he was probably in a lot better shape, a lot better skilled, and yeah. I think coming over here, he's just he's kind of I don't know. I mean, he he hasn't really impressed me much in the UFC. I think he should probably yeah. think about hanging up those gloves. Yeah. Now here's the thing. I don't like because I don't know if you know the story because he was supposed to go to UFC like years ago. Right. They, they were about to sign the contract and then Dana like pulled it out in the last minute. Yeah. I think the day of or something. Wow. So it seems like I don't know. Dana doesn't really like him or something. Yeah, so I think that they always have. I think it's kind of like Twitter being his point. I, I don't mean like Dana hates him. It's probably like. Because Dana likes exciting fighters. He doesn't like people. Because Ben Askren, not for nothing, it's kind of like a – usually, like, he's a boring fighter. Yeah. He just takes you down and holds you there. And he's so unusually unorthodox in terms of wrestling. People right. aren't used to defending his takedowns or knowing what to do with him when he's on top of him. Yeah. You know? But, yeah, I, I don't know. I think this might be the – I don't know, Dan, I mean, just give him, like, one more shot and be like, if you don't win, buddy, you're out. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't really, I mean, I don't even know who I, I put up against him. I mean, you know, I think that uh, the next fight, like, they, I think with Damian Maya, they tried to give him a guy on the ground, right? I mean, yeah. he got destroyed by Masvidal. Here, let's put up a guy against the, 
that might take you to the ground. And of course it didn't work out for him either. So maybe, well, I, I mean, I don't know, maybe they'll give him a, a, a newcomer and see if he can get a win out of it. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they got to drop him below the top 15, you know, Yeah. but yeah. I guess they figure, all right, he's a big name. They got to kind of have to put him with a big name guy. Right. But I, I don't know. We got we to gotta see how that, that works out. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So that's kind of crazy. So um, what else we got? Did you happen to see that Chris Weidman fight versus uh, Dominic no. Arias? I saw, I, saw the, the, I saw the replay of it, but I didn't see it live. But, yeah. yeah you didn't miss much. You got, like, toasted. Right, yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> yeah. got toasted so quickly. Right. Yeah. Well, size difference between those two are crazy. Yeah, uh, you know, know Weidman shouldn't know. have gone up and wait for that one. Because Weidman is – I mean, I'm 205, but I'm not like – I don't know. I think he's like 6'2 or 6 feet. You know, I'm like 5'10. Okay. But there's a big difference between me and Weidman. But when you sure. see Weidman and Riaz, I was like, whoa. Right. I yeah. mean, there's a big size difference there. Yep. You know? Yeah. And then he just that, and I knew he was gonna lose because I've seen that that guy's got power. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Now they're talking about putting up against uh, John Jones. How do you think that would play? be an interesting fight for sure? Uh, you know, here's the thing: is I I used to like John Jones a ton. I I thought he was one of the greatest fighters ever, and he still is one of the best fighters. But the things that he's done outside of the cage hasn't really impressed me very much. And, you know, these whole like tainted substances in his system and whether he did it or not, like on purpose, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, for me, it's like going back to baseball, all these Consecos and, you know, McGuire's that were legends. And then they come out and they're like, Oh shit, I just did steroids, you know? And yeah, it's like how much of the performances John Jones done over his career just didn't get noticed. Uh, maybe it was all natural. I don't know, but he's still, he's good. I don't know if there's anybody that can actually, come close to his skill level and no one's ever really i mean no one's ever knocked him out or anything like that it's um it'd be it'd be good to to see if that guy fights john jones but i think john jones gets the win yeah it'd be kind of interesting to see i think i don't know if that's if it's definitely going to come into fruition or not but right yeah. i definitely like to see it but it's yeah. like crazy with john jones right yeah the guy yeah. does like coke Kane during his workouts in that one fight, he and he still won. I think it was against Corman. I think it was like the first or the second time. Right. Won that one. He uh, gets in trouble with for speeding and does all these peds. And you got like Nate Diaz, but you know, supposedly doesn't do anything. Like they we they almost stopped this fight because they said he was on something. Right. He's probably on yep. CBD. Yeah. Yep. But the, between me and you and everybody else listening to this podcast, I think they're all on something good. Sure. I just don't know how you can train so many hours, especially if you're over the age of 30. Right. I, I mean, I suffer now. I'm like almost 50 just doing two days of jiu-jitsu. I don't know how those guys do like <laughs> six, eight hours a day of getting the legs smashed from, from the leg kicks and doing the jiu-jitsu. Yeah, right. I think I think they're all on something. Just that some people probably stop, like maybe like six months before the fight or something. I don't know. Right. Yeah. You know, it's just crazy. It's interesting for sure, man. I mean, I I'm I'm not a fighter. I've never been in the cage except for like you know photos and things like that. But uh, you know, I can't imagine that they're. I mean, there's guys out there that they say they're natural and they've not been busted. Well, I don't, I don't know. Who knows, man? Maybe they just know their timing. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think who else is on that that Diaz card. Let me see. That's on Saturday. I'm trying to think. Man, I don't know. I'm gonna be I'm gonna out of town. My, so I'm gonna, gonna get my it, so. app out now. Got my MMA junkie app. Nice. Wonder, like while I got you on here. A little slow. Who are the local fighters out in your area that are uh, kind of the up and comers? Uh, well, you got like the guy, you always get this guy's name mixed up. He's in the UFC, but he fights on a Matt Sarah. Oh, okay. Uh, oh man. I always forget his name. Like he's, he's probably in the top 10 right now. Okay. Okay. Nice. Um, surprisingly though, I don't get for anybody who's listening to this podcast. That's from New Jersey. 
I really don't get that many people from from New uh, New Jersey in my podcast. I got a lot of people from uh, Missouri or Illinois or okay California or, or 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 Las Vegas. A lot of fighters from there. Nice, you know. Oh, they got Kevin Gaston fighting Darren. Oh, that's Cabell. right. Yeah, he had to get naked behind the towel, man. He barely made the weight today. Who, Calvin? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he had a That'd rough weight, weight cut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then you got uh, Vincent Luki, I'm probably butchering that name, versus Steve Thompson, the karate guy. Right. That should be an interesting fight. And then you got, the, I think, the Black Beast. Is going oh, yeah. Ahead. Yeah. Man, that guy's crazy. Yes. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about your podcast, man. Like, what days do you um, release new episodes? Are you, like, you're weekly, too? or, or I am weekly, yeah. So my shows come out every Saturday. Uh, right now, I've got shows being released all the way through the end of January right now. So I've got shows in my queue. Uh, typically, when I record a show, I'm about a month and a half out from releasing it just because my queue is, be- is booked up with fighters. And I really try to... And I started this in August of 2017, really just trying to test it out. I ran for the first 85 episodes of my show. I did it in a walk-in closet because I didn't have space in the house. Um, now I'm obviously in my own room. I've got lights. I've got the cameras. And, you know, we're starting to build that up a little bit. But uh, my focus has always been on kind of the local fighters. I love to hear the stories of the up-and-comers, the guys who are amateurs. Do they want to go pro? Why do they want to go in there and get punched in the face? And uh, so I've kind of really focused on these up and comer fighters. Occasionally I'll get bigger names like, you know, um, Jose Shorty Torres and, uh, you know, Ken Shamrock was on my show. Oh, wow. That's good. Yeah. So I just talked to Ken actually just before he launched Valor Bare Knuckle. Uh, But yeah, man. So I started in August of 2017. I've now released tomorrow will be my 148th episode of Top Rate MMA being released. And, um, so, man, it's been fun. It's been good. And then in January of this year, I launched a second podcast, which is uh, called The Bearded Biz. And it's more tied around what I call entrepreneurs, world changers, and success-minded people. So not MMA-related, but really could be anybody from entrepreneurs or uh, guys who are just getting through life and, and being successful in life. Not necessarily big millionaires, but I've had some bigger names on there. I've been blessed with the, to talk with Ed Milet, Sean Whalen. Um, you know, Joe Howley, who was an NFL player, Chris Rudin, who was on the Titan games I spoke to, uh, hardcore closer Ryan Stuman, Eric Legrand. And uh, today I just released a show with Trevor Moad, who is Russell Wilson's mental coach. Uh, and so, man, it's been it's been a fun journey for the last year and a half, man. Oh, wow. Now you um, have your own business or is this or or, or not? Because you got this entrepreneur yeah, so- podcast. I work full time, um, but I work from home. So it allows me to have kind of the, the space and the timing to get up and do this. I actually get up at 4 a.m. six days a week uh, so that I can put in time to edit shows and reach out to people and make connections and do my emails and edit my website and things like that. Uh, and then I start my job around 7.30, 8-ish, and I work till about 5 uh, every day. So yeah, I do that. And then on the weekends, uh, you know, I usually will sleep in on Sunday when I say sleep in, I'm up usually just no alarm and I wake up by five, five thirty, and I go right back to work. <laughs> I remember before I had kids, dude, I used to sleep till like one o'clock in the afternoon. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, me and my wife first got married. We okay. would struggle on the weekend getting up at one o'clock. Yeah. yeah. I don't get kids- up early as you. I'm usually up by like eight. Okay. Sometimes I sleep in till nine thirty, depending on like like this Sunday I'll probably sleep in till nine because of the UFC. Sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, my so, kids are usually up by eight. Uh, you know, seven thirty eight on the weekend. So you know, once they're up, then I usually call it a day and and go hang out with them for the rest of the weekend. Nice. That's cool. Cool. So yeah. what's the local uh, MMA circuit by you? Yeah, so uh, there's actually so I'm in Sp- uh, near Spokane, Washington, which is where you've got Mike. GSA, you got uh, Julieta Pena is from there, but she's now living in the Chicago area. So Rick Little is the is Mike GSA's coach, uh, and so obviously there's a he's got a really good camp there. He puts on an event called Conquest of the Cage, um, and then you've got Proving Grounds MMA, which is my favorite event. I love those guys. Uh, they're b- 
based here in Coeur d'Alene. They have an office, uh, you know, a gym in Spokane as well, but they do every other month an all amateur <laughs> event uh, called Proving Grounds. The, the gym's called Warrior Camp and uh, okay. really professional AMI fight night. They typically do anywhere from 12 to 15 fights. And uh, I cover those events live on, on Top Rate MMA's website or Facebook page. And um, so that's a big one. Love those guys. There's a lot of other uh, WFC uh, is now making the run through this area, which is really great because we had King of the wow. Cage when I first lived out here. And then um, King of the Cage kind of went away. And then the WFC has now picked up their slot at a casino. It's about 30 miles from my, from my house out here. And, and King uh, of Cage I, was in your area? Yeah, King of the Cage used to come in here all the time. They used to come in here, I think, every other month or every three months uh, for a while. And then um, it's been about a year and a half since we've had a real major promotion come in the area. And then WFC came in probably about a month ago. I was going to go and do live results, and I ended up getting sick. or oh, I Actually, I had surgery. That's what it was. I had surgery, so I ended up not being able to go. But they've got a boxing match coming up here in November. And then in January, I think they're planning on doing another MMA event. So it's going to be good, man. Now, do you go to these events and commentate on them or, or now? So I haven't done commentating for them, but I do live results. So I'll be doing, you know, posting to the Top Rate MMA's Facebook page. You know, second five of the night is, you know, Paco Mora versus, you know, uh, Josh Dennell or, you know, something like that. And then, oh, that was a great fight. Here's how the results went. I post that. Um, so I haven't done commentating yet. But, um, I mean, you got a lot of great fighters out here. Trevor Prangley has uh, got a gym here locally in town, mm -hmm. so he builds up a lot of fighters. Killian Estes is a local fighter out of that gym, uh, making his way up the ranks there. And there's a lot of great fighters that are kind of up and coming uh, in the area. So um, shout out to the dungeon. Uh, that's Paco Mora's gym. Those guys are just killing it right now. And, and uh, yeah, so, I mean, it's, there's a lot of good fighters in this area up and coming for sure. Yeah, here in Jersey, they got, like, dead serious. And they, and then they got in Long Island, like, the ring of combat. Okay, yeah. Negley is. That's where Matt Sarah came from. Sure, Chris Wyman came from that, too. Yeah. A lot of the, the UFC fighters from the Matt Sarah camp came from there. Gotcha. Um, like, Drago, I forget his last first. I think I don't know if that was his nickname or something. He came from there. Peter Sell. Oh, yeah, yeah. Long okay. Island, he was in there. Yeah. And they got Dead Serious, which is, like, a local one. Okay. And, then like, the one, like, that's pretty much professional is the Cage uh, Fury Fighting Championships. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They actually had a guy, I forget his name. I only saw two of the Contender Series. The okay. Dana White Contender Series. He was actually on there. I think he was their champ. Oh, gotcha. I think he actually might have won the fight. I don't know if he actually got the contract, though. Right. Yeah. So, and then they used to have another one called Asylum Fight League. I don't know if that's around anymore. I had a friend that fought in there. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been to the UFC events. I've been to three of those events out in Seattle. They were great, and uh, they're fun. But I, I love the local shows, man. I love interacting with the fighters. And obviously the amateur fighters, they're not typically getting paid at all. So it's, yeah, they're not. You know, they're just doing the record. So it's <laughs> fun to the see record, them. Yeah, from the right. Store. Yeah, so it's – um. You know, it's it's fun to see those local guys on the up and coming, uh, you know, go through the ranks there and stuff. So, and that's what, like I said, top rate May. I I love focusing on the up and coming amateurs or early pro fighters, and then I will occasionally reach out to the bigger names and try to bring them on as well. But I really love focusing on those those up and comers. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I do too. I like I like talking to to the. Uh to the amateur fighters and getting their experiences and how, how they got into it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I've also had the, the, uh, been kind of lucky. I've interviewed a couple of UFC fighters as well. Nice. Like D Berger. He's got like 44 fights. He's been, he's fought in everything. I mean, you right. name it, you've done in Bellator, UFC, Cliff Starks, then Bellator, UFC, Barb Hancock, I think is her last name. She was the Invicta. Right. Uh, first, their first flyweight champion, I believe. I think that was her weight class. Right. Uh, yeah, I got I got a variety of people on a show, so it's good to see you know like someone like yourself out there, you know, helping the uh, fighters out there. That's kind of like why I started this podcast, other than not just to love my sport, but to get back to the fighters because I know that it's not easy for them to promote themselves. So this is like kind of like their avenue. 
It so. is. And it's, I'm actually going to do release some trainings probably in 2020 of teaching fighters how to promote themselves being, having now interviewed over a hundred fighters, I can tell you that 90% of them have no idea what they're doing on social media. Uh, no idea how to really promote themselves. Uh, you know, they might have an Instagram. Maybe yeah, some have, don't. <laughs> uh, right. You know, and then like what drives me nuts is like, they need to realize that they need a Facebook fan page. Like I know that they may not like get a lot of traffic to it, but at least have something right. Don't have yeah. people go to your personal page because you're going to hit this limit of 5,000 people being your friend on Facebook. Where if you have your Facebook page, a per like a fan page, there's no limit, right? Just keep yeah. that up. And so um, I get that it's extra work and especially for these amateur fighters, they don't really have the time, but you know, I'm going to release a training. I'm working with a company called Tech Crew Media out of Houston. Uh, we're going to release a training, maybe do some live events uh, to help these guys figure out how to get their name out there and get more sponsors, get more programs. I also started a page called Top Rated Group mm. and um, on Facebook. And really, I've just opened that up to sponsors and promotions and whoever. If they're looking for fighters, I'm telling promotions like, go post in here. You need a 145er for next weekend, post it in there. I've got all these mm. fighters that will just respond, you know, like, hey, dude, I'll come do it. And, uh, so it's been, it's been fun, man. But I think that, you know, fighters, I love fighters and they're focused on what they do best. That's fighting. And I get that they don't want to do social media, but I think social media will help them get the sponsors if they just took a little bit extra time, uh, to figure out how to set those accounts up. Yeah. I even, I talk, I forget which one I talked to. Um, I believe he was an amateur fighter. I was like, you know, you should probably like, you know, to set up like a website too. You know, there's plenty of ways you can get a free website. You just pay for the domain name, you know, seven, 10 bucks a year. Yep. Get a free website from Wix. Someone, I mean, what do you need email for? You can use your personal email. Sure. Yeah. You know? And yep. it takes like 10 seconds, 10, you know, five minutes to set up a website on Wix. It's so easy. Cause right. I found that too. I'm like, I found that a lot of them, some of them, I don't even know how they found me. Some of them didn't have a Facebook or they had a friend that had a Facebook page and they referred them to me. And then that's how they got on my show. Oh, but yeah. Gotcha. It's pretty good that you're helping them out. Like you got that. Uh, I'm going to have to check out that Facebook group. I have to join. Yeah, it's, it's a fun <laughs> group. Man. It's a top of May's Facebook page. There's a link right to the group and then people can join it. Uh, and I, I monitor it just to make sure that there's nobody putting crap in there porn or stupid crap like that in there it's it's all people who are posting just legitimate like hey if you have a fight promotion coming up then post your poster in there man let people know about it or you know if you need fighters or if fighters are looking for to fight then they can post in there and, and uh it's turned out pretty good man we've got right now i think we're a little bit over 100 people in that room right now oh that's great that's great that's yeah great. yeah and so so what are your plans for the new year any particular uh fighters that you want to see bang it out man you know i think it's going to be a good year for fights all around um you know i'd love to see i'd love to see diaz fight uh you know get this win and and, and fight i don't know if i'd like to see him fight connor again uh because yeah. i think that's kind of over but um man i'd love to see diaz fight again i'd love to see diaz and Cerrone just start working their way up the ranks man i mean both of yeah. those guys neither of them have held the Held the belt. I'm trying to think here. No. You know, I know Cerrone has. I don't fought for the belt in the UFC. Right. And I think he might have fought for the belt in the WBC. Right. I'm trying to remember. I think Donald. I'm trying to remember if Donald. He fought. Uh, I think it was for the lightweight belt. I right. Just can't the guy's name right now. It escapes me. Yeah. And so I, I mean, Actually, I'm a big fan. Twice for the belt in the UFC. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, there are two guys that are going to be in the top 10 forever, right, for their whole career. And I just hope that at some point they get to get back in and, and fight for title. I'd love to see those guys yeah. work their way into a title fight in 2020. Um, you know, we'll see. But uh, I think Diaz is a great fighter. I don't know. If, I don't think he really cares to win a title. Um, I think he I don't think so further, either. You know. Because um, he, doesn't, he doesn't fight that much. Right. You notice it, right? He just – Picks and chooses. I mean, I, I don't know what his lifestyle is. I don't think he's that much of a partier. He doesn't strike me as that much. I mean, other than right. smoking pot. Right. That's probably yeah. his entertainment, like hanging out with his brother and smoking pot, you know, hanging out, like in the house, watching fights. Right. And training jujitsu all day. But right. I, I think that 
I don't know. He doesn't seem like he had that run a little bit when he caught on out of the Ultimate Fighter. He was getting fights and fights, and then after yep. that, I think, I guess he, I don't know. They felt like they always got uh, taken advantage of by Dana White, like they weren't getting big money. I guess as you would say. Sure. But yep. yeah, it would be it would be nice to see. I'd like yep. to see Cerrone get a title. Yeah, I'd yeah, like to see Cerrone work his way into a title for sure. Yeah. I remember when Rob Lawler won, I was happy. So right. That guy was around. I mean, he did have a title with Strike Force, but yeah. it was nice to see him um, come back and, and, and win a title. You know, and he did a pretty good job defending. I think he defended like three or four times. Not right. Yep. You know, yep. so it's kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I like, I definitely like, I like to see what happens with Connor. Yep. Now, when he comes back in January. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know. I, I definitely. And then you got the uh, Ushman's weight class against that guy Colby, whatever his name is. Oh yeah, yeah, Colby Covington. Uh, Donald Trump's boy over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Making MMA great again. <laughs> yes. Yep. It'll be interesting to see how that guy does, right, against Usman. I think that's a great fight, man. I, um, you know, they're both really talented guys. Uh, I think. Uh, Covington is a good talker. He's like the a, a different version of Conor McGregor, in my opinion, right? But he's yeah. also – he's a good fighter uh, as well. So, I don't know, man. We'll see how it goes. I, I think uh, it'll be a good fight. I would almost uh, – I mean, I, I like Covington in the fight. I think Usman's good, but I think Covington will use his wrestling skills to really uh, get that fight or get the win. Um, but it'll be a good fight, man, when that happens. I think that's in December. Yeah. Yeah, that's at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And then it'll be interesting to see uh, if John Jones can still hold on to his record. Because there's, there's got to be someone out there that can beat him. I mean, it's just inevitable. Everybody always somehow gets beaten. Yep. It's just going to be a matter of uh, who. You know? Right. Yep. When. Like, is it going to be – he's got to be close to 30 now, right? It's got to be. Uh. John Jones, his age? Yeah. yeah I mean, oh, yeah, I think he's over 30 now. I think he's early right? 30s, probably 30. I would guess 32 maybe. I don't know. Usually what I find is a lot of fighters, once they hit 30, 31, mm-hmm. it's usually downhill from there. Depending on how many fights they have, because that's what happened like with like Matthews. The only right. one who divided is Randy Couture. Right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, John Jones is 32. Is it? Okay, 32. That's what I was yeah. thinking. So, I think he's probably got a year left. But then again, he doesn't fight that often. Right. I mean, I had a guy on my show named uh, Will Dunkel just like last week. He's 37 years old, and he's fighting, you know, and, and he's tearing dudes up, man. He was a boxer, and he's yeah. knocking dudes out. And out here in Idaho and Montana, he's kind of working his way up the ranks. So, um, I mean – he he feels like he's at his prime at 37, which is interesting. Yeah, it, it, it varies though, you know. Like, cause Matt yeah. Hughes, once he hits like 32, boom, downhill, you know. Right. Yeah. And then you got Randy Couture, who I think is just not not human. Yeah, he's yeah. not right. human, man. Right. You know, he won that last title at the age of 44, and the guy had like eight inches on him, and like 40 pounds on him. Yeah. It was from Matt Hughes' camp. I forget the guy's name, but that big dude, Silva, I think it was. Silva Silva. Yes. That was his last championship fight. And then yep. he gets a heart attack and walks himself to the hospital. <laughs> I know, and right? Finishes his workout <laughs> while he's having a heart attack. Right. <laughs> and then walks himself to the hospital and checks himself out. Right. Like, who yeah. the hell does that? Yeah. You know? Superhuman and Randy Couture, man, for sure. Yeah, they, they should change his name from, like, the natural to Superhuman or Superman or something. Cause he, right. And that's another guy. Like, you know, he was definitely, like, a fighter's fighter, you know? Like, never talks shit. Right. He just yep. went in the cage and just smashed people. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. So yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, Eric, it was good having you on the show. Yeah, now, I appreciate it. If you want to get in touch with you, what was your, what's your website again? Tell so top, your 
yeah, it's just topratedmma.com. Uh, we're the top rated made, uh, uh, top rated mixed martial arts on Facebook, but we're on Instagram at top rated May and Twitter is top rated May. You can follow me. It's just Eric G. It's Eric G. Allen, E R I K, and then letter G, and then Allen is my last name on all Twitter, Instagram. And uh, we do a fighter shout out every single day. So every single day I give a shout out to a random fighter. I have built this list of over 450 fighters in my library, and every day I pull a name at random and I give them a shout out from all over the world. In fact, I just had a couple guys from the East coast there. Um, I don't tailor that to the Northwest. It's really, I just love fighters. And so I post that every single day, get a brand new fighter, fighter of the day with their links out to Facebook and Twitter. And that's why I say, man, if these fighters are on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, they're golden. And those are the yeah. three social medias that I share if they're on those pages and man, you know, it's been an honor to be on your show, man. I love connect with other uh, podcasts, other guys that are into MMA. And yeah, I just love promoting the fighters, man. And I, I love being on this side of the cage. They're the brave ones. Uh, but yep. anything that I could do to help promote those guys from the up and comers to the pros that have been there in the game for a long time, man, I'm all for it. Yeah, man. I hear you. I hear you. And it was a pleasure having you on the show, man. And then hope, yeah. hopefully we could do this again, you know, in a month when your schedule clears up. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll do a coast this we'll do a reverse. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. Absolutely. Exactly. You know what I mean? Absolutely, like, man. Yours, yours or mine or whatever. Yeah, we'll yeah, make man. it happen. Definitely, definitely. So right, enjoy enjoy your weekend, man. Yeah, you as well, man. Thank you again for the uh invite and, and it's been an honor to talk to you, man. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. All right, man. All right, everyone. We'll be back after this short break. All right. All right, guys, you can keep up to date and see what's going to happen with the show by following us on our social media pages. You can follow us on Facebook at Mark the Shark MMA Show. And that's Mark with a C and not a K. And that's on Twitter at Mark BJJ Fighter. Again, that's Mark with a C and not a K. And, of course, on Instagram at Mark underscore Retorto. That's Mark, M-A-R-C underscore Retorto, R-I-T-O-R-T-O. Keep up to date and follow us. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash MMA show and browse the unmasked selection of audio programs. Download a trial for free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audible.com slash MMA show. Why Audible? Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original shows, news, comedy, and more from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. And if you need a book suggestion, I have two. One is called I Am a Survivor by Christina Ritorto, and the other one is written by me, Mark Ritorto, called The Cabal. The saga begins. Hey fans, here at Podcast City Network, we have a lot of great shows on all of our great social media outlets, podcastcity.net, facebook.com slash podcastcitynetwork, hit that thumbs up, you can send a tweet to Podcast City Network on Twitter at podcastcitynet, only on Podcast City Network. All right, guys. This is Mark the Shark, and I got some great news. If you subscribe to my email list on my website, I will email you a promo code that will allow you to save 20% on any MMA gear or Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu gear put out by Hypnotic. All you have to do is go to www.marktheshark.mmashow.com, and that is Mark with a C and not a K, and subscribe to my email list. Go ahead and subscribe today. Are you a fan of the Mark the Shark MMA show? Are you looking for some swag? Check us out on the web at www.markthesharkmmashow.com where we sell t-shirts, hoodies, crop tops, hats, beanie hats, anything you want. Check it out. Are you also looking to become a guest on the show and be interviewed by me, Mark the Shark Retorto? Well, go to the website and sign up as a guest. 
Are you looking to become a sponsor? Go to the website, sign up, take advantage of the wild range growth of the sport of MMA, and be have your business and service advertised to millions of listeners that listen to this podcast every week worldwide from everywhere. Check it out. www.marktheshark.mmashow.com All right, guys, we're back to the show. This is Mark. And to all the listeners out there, We'd appreciate it if you uh, make a small contribution to keep the uh, podcast going. All you have to do is go to anchor.fm slash mark the shark MMA show and click on the support this podcast button. And it's mark with a C and not a K. Again, it's anchor.fm slash mark the shark MMA show. Hi. This is Mark the Shark Retorto. This is a message to all the parents out there. Are you looking for an inspirational book for your child to read? Well, check out a book written by a child, 11-year-old little girl by the name of Christina Retorto. She has two books. One is called Invisible Girl, and one is called I Am a Survivor. Both inspirational books written by a child for a child. You can find them at Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com as well as her website, www.retortofamilybooks.com. Again, that's R-I-T-O-R-T-L. All right, guys, we're at the end of our show. This is Mark Retorto. I'm signing off. And don't forget to follow us on our Facebook page. It's called the Mark the Shark MMA show, and it's Mark with a C and not a K. And also, feel free to leave us messages by using the Anchor app. And also, don't forget, if you look in the mood for a good action thriller book, to buy my book called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. It's available on Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com. And if you need a good book for your kid, get the I Am Survivor book or Invisible Girl book written by my daughter, Christina Retorto, also available on Barnes and Noble and Amazon.com. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed the show and continue to listen to our shows every week. Thank you.